We've had this discussion before. Thick hair equals headaches. Yeah, like this. This is going to give me a headache. Yeah, for sure. And in this time, we can't just have random headaches happening. No, we can't. (laughs) Are you ready to start? Yes. Okay. good song it's a good song great song i i have a i was gonna confess to you that i'm low energy today but i think we're on the same wavelength (laughs) i think we are i think we are low energy low energy sauce (laughs) coming at ya that's always my favorite hey we're here we're here that's that's what you can expect of us today is that we're here we're here We've we've made our appointment. We're here. We made our appointment. We committed. We're here. We're following through. Hey, and just like Maya always says, you don't. Everything doesn't always have to be good. <laughs> <laughs> That's what Maya says. I should write a book of realistic advice. You should. And it's for children. Yeah, you know the book. You know the book. All the things I learned in kindergarten or whatever. Yeah, I never read that book. It's dumb, but you should do one like that. <laughs> well, this book would be for children, and, and I'm gonna. And it'll say the preface will say, "Listen, people are gonna tell you a bunch of bullshit. I'm only gonna tell you the truth." I knew it would start with "listen." <laughs> That's your thing. Listen. I actually think I got that from Gurnam. I think I got that from my dad. I'm sure. I always know when you're when you say "listen" that I need to listen. <laughs> Listen, just quit the Girl Scouts. It's fine. <laughs> um, we have some good news over here. I think I'm really? Yeah, I, I'm low energy because we've been in the house for four or five days. I've lost count. But okay. uh, Tyler's COVID test is negative. Yay. Can we get off this testing roller coaster? Uh, well, yeah. I've been doing a lot of research on the testing. Yeah. And it's... Uh, I don't know. It's kind of confusing because I'm sure Tyler was like isolating after his test. Yes. But like, as we all know, it kind of depends on where you are in the disease lifespan Mm -hmm. and when you get your test, what your results will be. Mm -hmm. So it's just very complicated and I'm just very tired of it. And now, frankly, after having Austin move home on Friday and my mom getting ready to come here, And trying to handle all of it is very, yeah. Because all the kids, they want to hang out. And they're like, oh, well, yeah, I had my COVID test was negative. And it's like, okay, just because you had a negative COVID test at some point in the last seven days. Right. Doesn't actually mean anything to me because now you're all hanging out. (laughs) It's really, it's really rough. Yeah. Hence the low low energy. (laughs) I can see that it uh, the week has sucked the life out of you. It has. <laughs> it was a rough one, I have to tell you. Yeah, so why was your week rough? I just, well, one, 
I had to work from home, which is really hard to do right now. With the, it's just really hard to communicate with people in real time, and then you have everybody trying to communicate with you all the time, sending yeah. you random messages. <laughs> it's just easier to be in person, but then when ugh, it's just a, it's hard. Yeah. So now I can go back to work on Monday, huzzah, and. Who knows? I might make it a full week without someone being exposed. Who knows? Who knows? But, you know, you're going to go into it. Are you guys, but you guys are only in the office now, right? Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday because of the big turkey day holiday, right? That is correct. And I actually, I don't know. I mean, who works a full day on Wednesday? Not anybody. Nobody. I mean, I'll have my computer open. (laughs) (laughs) Don't get me wrong. I'll have the computer still open and turned on. Right. But actually, I might end up being a little busy because I think a lot of people are gone. What do you mean? So then, you know, you end up handling. What do you mean gone? Like other people took PTO or whatever. So then Uh. you end up like covering off on everything. But I don't really have anything. I think it'll. Yeah, it'll be nice. I'm looking forward to it. I'm just like, I need a break. I need a break, dude. Yeah, I need a break. More than a Saturday, Sunday type of break. Well, let me just, so what are you guys doing for food? Maybe we covered this last week. I forgot. Well, what we covered last week was that turkey is the least flavorful bird, (laughs) just to catch you up to speed, everyone. Yeah. Turkey is the least flavorful bird, which actually my husband was very happy that someone spoke those words out into the universe. (laughs) Because he also feels that way, and it's just you know nice for him to know he's not alone. I don't know why we go through this charade every year where people are like, "Turkey's delicious." It's not, and I'll tell you one thing: the skin is very difficult to get crispy. Like, there's something about it. People just push that off to the side, unless you like a fatty skin. Some people like a fatty. Look at your face. Ugh. Some people like a fatty skin. Okay. Well. I am doing what I've done the last like several years, which has been saved. It's saved my life and my spirit. And that is that I do the Hy-Vee order. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Can I tell you about my struggles with trying to find food for just two people? Oh, yeah. Okay. So I was going to bring this up and approve denied, but maybe I'll just move it to the top. There's something they're calling it micro Thanksgiving now. Okay, good. And so ours would count as a micro Thanksgiving of two people and two dogs. Yeah. So, but the problem is every restaurant doing takeout for Thanksgiving, A, is offering turkey. There are very few non-turkey options. Okay. B, the non-turkey options come in not two-person size. So we wanted to get chicken from Revival. And I was like, look at this. We can get chicken from Revival, which is amazing chicken. And they have Southern Fried or Nashville Hot. Both delicious. It's enough. It's it's 10 for 10 people. Oh, wow. We can't have chicken for 10 people. That's that's surprising me because, like, I know that there are several people, especially this year, where people are not supposed to be gathering with people outside their households. Yeah. That have two people. So I'm surprised that some of the restaurants and whatever um, aren't offering more. No, they're they're all offering huge meals. Oh, okay. Like huge. 
10 to 15 person meals, which de- defies logic for me. Is maybe I guess you guys could go with the entree route, right? What do you mean? I don't know. Like choose a restaurant you really like and then just go with entrees. Here's the problem. Most restaurants on that day are only doing Thanksgiving oh, got food. got it. Okay, okay. So we might get the chicken for 10 people and then like drops them off for some people who want, do you there want you some go. chicken? <laughs> exactly. Who wouldn't want that? Um, the other option was a delicious, uh, what's the name of that beef? Beef Wellington from Grand Cafe. Okay. With a potato kugel. And is that something for two? It says it's for two. It's huge. It looks like it's this big. Okay, well, that could be good. Yeah, I mean, you know, just a couple days, several days of Beef Wellington, living high on the hog. Maya, I have a question. What? Are they going to be having the Macy's Thanksgiving Day Parade? I think that's canceled. (laughs) Your face. Why did I I hear something about it? I'm going to, you go on and I'm going to look it up. You Google it. I want to think that I like that parade, but I watch it and I... I maybe I have to watch it with the volume down because the commentary every time makes me want to pull my hair out. It's bad, but like it's just always a tradition to have it on, you know. Yeah, I guess so. I'm like cooking and it's on, and then like, yeah, it's terrible because the commentary sucks, and then also the like (laughs) quote performances are really bad. They're just really bad, and you realize that everyone's pretty bad at lip syncing, and like I don't know. And it's all just if they're showing it on NBC, it's all just like weird nbc stuff yes the shows right like the cast of (laughs) cast of like chicago fire er hospital (laughs) lawyer on a float yeah the thing about parades is i i don't know if i need to see the cast of chicago fire parade lawyers (laughs) (laughs) it says it's on maya what the hell Oh, well, maybe there's just no bystander. You can't come watch it. Yeah, that would make sense. Is it a parade if nobody comes to watch it? (laughs) It says, let's celebrate together at home. You know what? Let's stop saying that. (laughs) Stop it. What, are they going to have armed guards to keep people from coming to watch a parade? It says, watch it live from 34th Street, only on NBC, 9 a.m. to noon. Since we aren't marching down the streets. Huh? The only place to see their performances, gigantic balloons and fabulous floats, is from the comfort and safety of your own home. Okay, then how is it a parade, though? <laughs> and where are they? Where do they have the balloons? They're just going to show the balloons? I'm not sure. This they're, isn't sounding right. They're not marching down the street. Everything, Maybe they are. I don't know. Everything's fucked right They're like, how do we have a parade without having a parade? I don't Mm. understand this, Maya. It says it's on. Yeah. It says it's on. It's saying it's on. There's a countdown, Maya. Do you see this? There's like a count. There's like a countdown. I see it. Okay. But then. (laughs) I don't understand. And this says huge balloons, fantastic floats. Our parade plan is complete. But they're not marching down the streets. I don't know. It says the boss baby balloon is going to come. Like, I don't understand. Maya, I'm gonna I'm gonna have to watch this, and I'll let you know if this is like. It sounds like they're doing the floats. Maybe they're just saying that. Maybe I hope they're just doing the floats, and then maybe just like the stupid commentators are at home. That's what it is. I bet. 
Al Roker will be like in his little sunroom or whatever. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I I don't I remember watching that parade a lot when I was a kid and then I would get in the Star Tribune mm-hmm. the paper, Star Tribune. I would mm-hmm. get I would pull out the old OU Turkey coloring contest. Mm-hmm. I would color that thing every effing year. Yep. Did you ever win and do you ever know anyone that won? I never won and I never knew anyone that won. Same. And then my parents would get two newspapers because there are two of us. Mm -hmm. Yep. Same. And, you know, I don't know. These are just fun little traditions. And this year, you know, we don't have those. I was enraged, by the way. Every year I didn't win the OU Turkey Coloring Contest. (laughs) Enraged. Were you like waiting for the results and stuff? Well, yeah, because then I would look at who did one when and it, who mm-hmm. did win, and I would be like, "This is terrible. Who are these judges?" Yeah, Maya, I don't understand either. Because I would always look too. I'm like, "Yeah, I know I'm no artist, but like, what?" <laughs> I can see why you would be enraged. I was just more like confused and like, "What is this politics? This is political." <laughs> Like, is this, like, Sid Hartman's son or something? Like, what? And the best category was always, like, children under five. Those things are a hot mess. Yeah, just, like, scribbles on a page. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and then there's some that were too good-looking where you, I always thought, oh, huh, I wonder who did that. Was it a child who was seven or maybe their parent? Exactly. You tell me. This is why we can't have nice things. Episode <laughs> twenty thousand. So I guess maybe I'll get maybe I'll get the paper this year. Maybe I'll do an OU turkey coloring contest. They don't have an adult division. I'll just do it for my own pleasure. Just put it in and submit it, Maya, for like the ten year olds. Fuck it. <laughs> you want me to commit fraud in a coloring yeah, contest? And I want to see if you don't win, then we know it's just a sham. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> well, I have to tell you, I started Christmas shopping already. Me too. What'd you get? Well, don't tell me what you got. But... <laughs> it's mostly I'm shopping for the children because mm-hmm. I now we're going to have to ship everything this year and send stuff to people. There's yeah. an added layer. So I started doing that. And then it's mostly just internet stuff. And I was Googling and trying to think, like, what can I give? It's sort of um, thoughtful and meaningful. I did get the the littlest ones books from this bookstore. It's a black-owned children's bookstore that's been around for a zillion years called I See Me. And it's a great – we saw – I think we saw it on CBS Sunday morning. But anyway, they were having a lot of trouble when the pandemic first hit. And they, you know, put out a plea and people can't – like zillions of orders so they're gonna keep going on i just i'm trying to spread my book love around to many black owned bookstores so this is my latest choice i see me i don't know where they are but they it's that you can just everything's available on the internet now you just go to their website like you would mm-hmm. amazon and then you click and they ship it to you easy so i got a bunch of great books for the kidlets. Good. Yeah. What did you get? Well, don't um, tell me I what you got. Really, I can't really <laughs> tell you, but... Who did you shop for? I shop for the little boys, otherwise known as my 19-year-old son and 
the 16 year old son. Do you, do you, did you pick them because they're easiest to shop for? Did you pick them to shop for first because they're easiest or they're more, more challenging? Um, it was organic. It was, I was scrolling around and then I remembered what I, I remembered something and then I thought, Hey, I'm just going to get this taken care of. And this will be fun because they're really giant. Get They're like large sized. Don't you love a large gift? Yeah. And so they're under the tree right now. There's <gasps> two. Ooh. And there's just two large. There's basically no room for any other gifts. But I love to get Tyler a large gift. And one year I got him. So my favorite thing to do is listen to him all year. And then when he says he wants something, I write it down. And then later. That's I... what Warren does. <laughs> That's exactly what Warren does. And then I open something. I'm like, what? <laughs> and then he's like, yeah, this is when we were at the such and such. Yeah. So we one time he said that there was an amp that he wanted that he saw at a store and I wasn't with him and I didn't know the name of it, but I knew it was a PV. I think I knew it was a PV. Anyway, he went in, he tried it out and then and it's for a pedal steel. And then I wrote it down, and then later I called, and I said, this is months later, or maybe a month or two, whatever. Time had passed. Mm -hmm. And I said to the guy, hey, my husband was in there, and he was trying out an amp for his pedal steel, and I don't know which one it is. Do you happen to know? And he was like, what does he look like? And I was like, how many people are coming to try out this amp for a pedal steel? (laughs) Yeah, and also, what? Okay. What does he look like? Okay. And I was like, he's six foot tall, brown hair. And I think the guy said something like ponytail. And I was like, no, no ponytail. <laughs> Just like my mom thinks Tyler has yeah. a ponytail. Like he kept guessing things that weren't, <laughs> that didn't look like Tyler. And I was like, how many like, people nope. are interested nope. in this amp? So then he said, okay, I think it's the PV Nashville. But there, then he mentioned something was wrong with it. And I said, ah, crap. I'm not sure if that's right because Tyler didn't say there was something wrong with it, but I'm going to go for it. And so I got this amp and I put it under the tree in a huge box. And then I wrote on the outside, I was like, this is not a joke box. Don't (laughs) don't try to pick this up and shake it around. There's actually a large thing in here. And then he opened it on Christmas Day and he's like, how did you know? How did you get this? This is the thing. I was like, oh, good. It's the the best. When you have that. And actually, I got Warren something already, and he's kind of sometimes hard to buy for, so that's going to be really exciting. Oh, yeah, I forgot about that thing I ordered. So, um, yeah, it's it's always just such a great feeling when you give someone something yeah. that you know that they truly wanted, and they're surprised. Like, it is just a great feeling. Isn't it good? It's the best, yeah. Watching people open a good gift that really makes them happy is, it's, the best. it's better than getting a good gift. Totally. Way better. Way better. I think um, my dad was always really hard to buy for. He was like impossible to buy for because he just mm-hmm. he just like didn't like anything mm-hmm. or need it. I don't know what it is about dads. That's the same. <laughs> I know. Like, what the hell can you get your dad? I don't know. It's so hard. We should figure out why dads are so hard to buy for. Yeah, we could why probably, is it? I don't know. I is it that their interests are so specific and those interests need neither physical material things? I mean, I don't know. Or is it also that they also like my dad and your dad too 
maybe your dad, but my dad, like they kind of hold their cards close to their vest. So yeah, you don't know as much like nuanced stuff where it's like, I know I could buy my mom or my sister or like sure. kids. Uh-huh. I mean, forget it. I the, dad, it's like, okay, he has a watch. He has a money clip. Like, <laughs> what, else, what else do you get him? Can I tell you the two things the mo- that my dad got the most excited about as get- Christmas gifts? One was a travel blow dryer and one was a tiny brush. Because, <laughs> you know, he liked to oh, for his big, luxurious lock. <laughs> yeah, he really liked Perfect. to do his hair. And so that was. Okay, well, that's good. My dad is freaking out so excited over Hickory Farms. That's still a thing? So I sent my dad a Hickory <laughs> Farms basket. Um, when was it? Oh, my Some God. holiday last year, okay? Yeah. He was absolutely going bananas <laughs> about this thing, okay? So now I just sent him and my husband's parents each one and he just texted me he just got it oh boy he is so excited and do you think anybody under 40 knows what a hickory farms box is i don't think so if there are young people listening you should explain to them what a hickory farms box is hickory farms i have great memories of it too but anyway there are these like basically it's like Essentially, it started out as like meats and cheeses. Okay, so you got your summer sausage, you got some cheese, and it, sometimes it's a cheese that's like a regular cheese, and sometimes it's like a tube of a cheese-like substance that's delicious. Yeah, with a cracker. Yeah, and then they'll they'll provide it in like a gift box, and then they'll give you these strawberry candies. I was just they're, gonna say the strawberry candies. They're these little candies in the shape of a in the package or the wrapper is a strawberry and like they're so good. They're juicy I on don't the even inside. Understand. I know. They're just like so anyways these Hickory Farms boxes are just like kind of iconic from the 80s I think really. They used to and, come with that grass stuff on the inside. Yes, I have grass and then they have the few thing the like different things so I sent my dad, the basket I've chosen now twice, is it's like they're called their signature flavors box. <laughs> and it has two kinds of crackers, a turkey summer sausage and a beef summer sausage. Ooh. Like three kinds of cheese and then some kind of like mustard you can spread yes. on there. Yes. And some like cranberry thing you can spread on there. And of course, the iconic candies. Yeah. And, you know, I guess like I think about... We helped my in-laws clean out their stuff for like, it felt like three years. (laughs) And I think it's very, like, I think we all don't want more stuff. And so like, for them, I do, I have like, since that Hickory Farms and like my dad was going so bananas, I do think like sending food items is cool. And like, if you think about like the office days, like back to the normal office days, remember how you'd get like during the holidays, they'll send like every day there'd be like a different basket and there's like little snacks. It's it's actually fun. Yeah. And it's something you eat. So it goes away. Right. Consumables. Like I like yeah. that idea. And I also I love to give experiences. Now, giving an experience right now is va- basically virtually impossible. But, you know. Yeah. There's the future. 
I, the thing about giving an experience, like let's say you get somebody to concert tickets or you get them a class or blah, 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 is that it's not a thing that they have to deal with or figure out where to put or return yeah. or whatever. An experience is just like the gift of – it's just a cool – I don't know, unless you get them a bad experience. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what – oh my god i don't know what would qualify as a bad experience i don't know i've seen some bad plays what about getting someone a star what do you mean you know you can get someone a star oh like in the sky yeah um hmm (laughs) Uh, i mean i don't want to disparage that okay let's say this okay I just imagined what it would be perfect for. It would be perfect for like a kid that was obsessed with outer space. Yeah, I think it's more of like it appropriate for that. Okay, cool. If someone got me a star, I don't know. I like outer space. I love Neil deGrasse Tyson. I'm not that, I don't know if I would be that jazzed up about it unless I was really into space and had a telescope and could like look at it. It's also quite a racket, let's face it. <laughs> if you like that, I've got a part of the moon I'd like to sell you kind of wish I would have thought of it. Because <laughs> you don't have to own the star, right? You just like well, print up. Well, it's supposedly a star named after you. Well, there's a lot of freaking stars in the sky. Sure. And who owns them? No one owns them. I so would want to name it something like Bodie McBoderson. Like I would want to name it yeah. not after me. I would not. I would want to name it something ridiculous. Fair. <laughs> <laughs> and this has been... Low energy Low star en- talk. <laughs> Low energy star talk. If anyone is still listening, you guys are the rock stars. You're <laughs> the true heroes of this pandemic. <laughs> because let's face it, this is not our best work. No. And I don't, and I don't know how to fix it. <laughs> well, let me <laughs> do this. Honest. Maybe I can jazz you up a little bit. I'm going to skip over politics because all I wrote was, whatever happened to Brexit? Question <laughs> mark. <laughs> I love it. Um, let's. Can we talk about Dolly Parton and how she's basically saved civilization? What? <laughs> Out of nowhere, but not surprising. America's treasure, the national treasure, the words "national treasure" have been thrown around are thrown around a lot. Let's face it, right? They're bandied here and there, all the time. Yes. Dolly Parton yes. is a true. Yes. National treasure. Yes. Doesn't she, doesn't her peoples come from where your peoples do, like the mountains? Yes, yes, Maya. Tell the people what you're talking about. Okay, so back way back at the beginning of the pandemic, Dolly Parton donated, I think, a million dollars to vaccine research. And I can't remember exactly where she threw that money, but it directly led to, oh, what's the name of that? Merrick? No. Me- What's the name? Moderna. Keep talking, I'm bringing it up. Okay, so Moderna, I think, is the name of the company, was the first to say, we have a vaccine. It's 90-something percent effective. And basically, Dolly Parton's million dollars got us here. It yep. was, it's basically, you can draw a straight line from everything's going to be a little bit better because of Dolly Parton. I mean, everything already is a little bit better because of Dolly Parton. She's amazing. Truth, yes. She, do you remember that quote that I gave you where she said, if you think you're having a bad week, think about what Jesus was going through for Easter? Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, so she, Maya, you're right, it was Moderna. Dolly Parton was one of the major funders for Moderna. Why is that word so hard to say? I don't know. Moderna's coronavirus vaccine, which has proven to be nearly 95% effective in early data. It's like, it came out of nowhere. So let's see. She she says, my longtime friend, I mean, who who doesn't love this sentence? <laughs> my longtime friend, Dr. Naji Abumrad, Abumrad, yeah. who's been involved in research at Vanderbilt for many years, informed me that they were making some exciting advancements towards research of the coronavirus for a cure, Parton tweeted in April, encouraging her fans to also make a donation. So that physician and professor of surgery had treated Dolly Parton after a crash, a car crash in October of 2013, and the two built a friendship, which they talked about current events and science. Like, what? This is amazing. Okay, first of all, she's amazing. Second of all, I love that she... If she were ever to refer to me as her friend, I would die. I would just die. I know. I would be so happy. Without a doubt, now the doctor says, without a doubt in my mind, her funding made the research toward the vaccine go 10 times faster than it would be without it. Like, there you go. Yeah. Dolly Parton saves the world. I love it. It's the Christmas story we all wanted. And she also has a Christmas special coming out. She's so, uh, I and her little singing is so precious. I know, and her wigs, and her. her fancy outfits, and her straight just, talk. Just in case anyone didn't know what other things she's done to help people, she does have a long history of philanthropy. In 1995, she launched and founded the Imagination Library to boost literacy among children. This initiative has mailed more than 133 million free books to children. Her My People Fund gave $9 million to people who lost their homes in the fires that took place in 2016 in Gatlinburg, Tennessee. Um, she was so excited to hear the news about the Moderna vaccine and felt so proud to have been part of that little seed money that will hopefully grow into something great and help heal this world. Aww. I love you, Dolly. Come on, Dolly. Thank you. Thank you for being you. She should be a saint. She's the fan. She'll be the fanciest saint there ever were. Yeah, I love that she said that. Um, she would see the people in drag, remember, and she thought they were the most beautiful. Oh yeah. So her style, her style icons are drag queens, and she said that she saw drag queens when she was younger, and she said that she just thought that was the most beautiful woman I've ever seen, and that's what I want to look like. Her style has been extra before extra was a thing. Like, she has yeah. always been. Now, you know that there's a, a rumor that she's fully what? tatted. <gasps> you will never see her in short sleeves. Look look at any picture. You will never see short, wow. short sleeves yeah, on right. her. So there's a rumor that she's totally, like, tattoos everywhere. Would totally make sense. I know. And I want this to be true so badly. She is, like, so cute. I, she was on... Well, remember I told you Warren and I watched um, the best live performances ever, and one of them was her, of course, Jolene. Yeah. And um, anyways, watching her perform, she's just so cute. Like, she's so little. I know. Like, her little legs and her little, like, waist. And yeah. then, her, of course, she has big boobs, whatever. Who cares? But yeah. um, and she's just so cute. Oh, Dolly. And she's so sparkly and her hair is always so big. It's She's fabulous. She's like the most fabulous. Yeah. And her husband, she's been married for... 
who is like this a guy? Million years, no one knows who he is. Like it's just, I don't know. He must be very like calm and laid back and kind of just like I imagine he just wears a lot of sweater vests, just like a regular guy. Totally, totally. <laughs> Gotta just be the most normal guy ever. Yeah, I would love to see them on a Sunday afternoon. Like, what is what is their life like? I know, and her without her wigs. Like, what does her hair look like? I'm dying to know what her hair looks like. She's a mystery. And in a world where we have so few mysteries, she's a mystery in all these good ways, you know? Yeah. So I think that we can just all agree that we love Dolly Parton. And we're so grateful for her money. Approved. Give us a vaccine. Approved. (laughs) Maya, I would like to tell you something I did last night. What did you do? Well, first of all, I discovered that I do like hiking. So I'd like to retract... I would like to retract. I would like to modify fuck okay. all walks. Okay, okay, okay. It's still fuck all walks if it's in pavement and it's in like just a normal city in a surrounding. Yeah. But going on a hike in the woods is very fun. Where'd you go? We just went to French Park, but we went off trails. <clears throat> and we took Murphy and he was just like having the best time. And you know how it is when you see your dog like having th- having fun. It just feels good. Yeah, I love it. And we walked around for like, I don't know, two hours. We actually did that. We had a date. We went and looked at crystals at a crystal store. We got takeout. Like we had a full day, Maya. We had a full day. Then I had a nap. We but have- then what? What I watched. Yeah. Just so you know, last night I finished and started. I finished season one of 90210 <laughs> and started season two and Maya. Last night, I got to see these episodes. Okay. The Spring Dance. Okay. The iconic Spring Dance where Brenda and Dylan hook up finally for the first time. Oh, I thought that was prom for some reason. Okay, Spring Dance. Oh, yeah. It's called the Spring Dance. Was was she wearing a black and white dress or a black yes. dress? Yes. And so was Kelly, remember? Yes. She came down. They both saw this dress at the store. They both liked it, but then they were like, Kelly's like, it looks cheap. And then Brenda's like, yeah, I'm not going to get it. And then they both went back separately and got it. Of course. And then Kelly was pissed because she was the prom princess or the spring dance princess. And like, how rude that Brenda would be wearing a matching dress. (laughs) So now, though, Maya, I'm in season two and I have a feeling I'm about to enter some really good sweet, sweet spots. So I think season two is really when it began to pop off. Yeah, we have. First of all, we have the new intro now. The good intro. Oh. I don't know if you remember the first intro, but it was not it. It was like shots of Rodeo Drive and like yes, really random. yes. Okay, so now we have the better the better intro. We have Brandon working at the Beverly Hills Beach Club. I love it. This is that. This is a season where he he has the racist girlfriend. Oh yeah, I I'm gonna get into it. And then <laughs> she um oh and Dylan and Brenda just broke up. Maya. Wait, I thought they just got together. No, they've been, well, they just, they just did it. And then things got so complicated, Maya. <laughs> Remember, it got so complicated and like Brenda just wanted to like have a simple life again. A simple life? <laughs> because sex, you know, it was like her body was ready, Maya, but like emotionally <laughs> she wasn't ready. Is he, is he living at the beach house yet or does he He had still- a pregnancy scare, Maya. It was great. <laughs> Is he living, is Dylan living at the beach house yet? Or is he still living in a hotel? No, he's not in a hotel. No one knows where Dylan lives. It never shows it. Okay. 
So anyways, I'm, I think it's going to be time for, I think Kelly and Brand, Kelly and, I think Kelly and Dylan start hooking up soon, don't they? Wait, I'm going to, I'm going to go back to your statement of they never show where he lives. Cause in season one, they show his hotel room. They, he pretends to break into a hotel room. True. And, but then they don't just like in all great old sitcoms of your <laughs> they never revisit these things so you see that in one episode and then it resolves at the end and then you're never you never talk about it again <laughs> remember this is what we did in bay this is what we do in baywatch this yes. is what we do in 90210 yes so since yes Maya, you're right and since that episode we've never talked about where dylan lives okay <laughs> it's just like a non-issue yeah i think season two is is really where it's at yeah, so last night I got to experience the spring dance where Brenda and Dylan finally have sex. Uh-huh. The pregnancy scare. Yeah. Jim Walsh almost having to move, the whole Walsh family almost having to move back to Minneapolis. Oh, no. Which they go so far as even to have a goodbye party. <laughs> and then Jim Walsh realizes they have a goodbye party at the Peach Pit. And then Jim Walsh realizes when he hears all the friends talking about the Walshes, that money isn't more important than um, home is where the heart is, all this kind of stuff. Oh, my God. Then they stay there. Let me ask you a question. In your using what you know about the Walshes and living in Minneapolis our whole lives and the surrounding suburbs, what city do you think the Walshes lived in before they Mm, moved to Beverly Hills? Good question, Maya. Thank you. I just came up with it. Now, I I would say... They probably lived in either Minnetonka or Edina. What do you think? Gosh, Edina is a great call. But then they also could maybe live in like a, they could even live in like an Eden Prairie, like a new money type of situation. I'm going to go with Eden Prairie on this because uh, Brenda has a little bit of, um, how do you say, she's not like the most sophisticated. No, and they're not. They're very normal. So I, yeah. I mean, they could even live in Woodbury. Woodbury. Yes. I think you have it. You hit it. <laughs> oh, Tyler's shaking his head no. Oh, oh, oh. What do you think, babe? They lived in Wayzata. They lived in Wayzata. Oh, that's right. They did live in Wayzata. And that's what they say they do. Okay. So for people who that, aren't, aren't from that, here, the, the, t- the town is actually called Wayzata. But mm-hmm. it's spelled, so people pronounce it, Wayzata. Mm-hmm. And did they actually say that on the show? Yes, they did. Tyler's right. <laughs> so not only did they they mispronounce the town that they grew up in. <laughs> okay, so was I right? Did I say was no? What I said Minnetonka. No, why is that? It makes more sense. Yeah, why is that? It does make more sense. Okay, we solved that mystery. <laughs> we are solving. We are. We are really, really helping the world today. I think your Eden Prairie Woodbury thing makes more sense, but we'll, you know, what's past is past. You can't, you can't write the writers and say, "Hey, can we just do like a shoot a new scene here?" <gasps> you know what we watched? What we watched the Fresh Prince of Bel Air reunion. Oh. Oh yes, Amy. So that was it good. Okay, was it good? Tyler summed it up by saying, he said, I love how you were excited to watch this in the beginning, and by the end you were saying, you guys, you were just on a TV show. It's not that big a deal. <laughs> okay, I can understand where you're going with this. So you know how there was the controversy of there were two moms on the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air? Two Aunt Bivs, yeah. Yeah. 
Aunt Viv number one, mm-hmm. who I, th- I I enjoyed her. I thought she was the better Aunt Viv. A second Aunt Viv was like a little too soft for me. So they started the reunion with it's Tatiana Ali, Alfonso Ribeiro, who does not age, by the way. No. And um, the second Aunt Viv, and then Jeffrey, and then Will Smith. So that's the group. And they recreated the whole entire living room set. Wow, cool. Yeah. And so they're all sitting together. They're reminiscing. And Uncle Phil's missing because Uncle Phil died like a few years ago, that actor. Yeah, I remember that. That sucked. It's really sad. Um, So they go through scenes and they went through. Oh, and Hillary. I forgot. Hillary was there. Mm, Wasn't there two Hillary's? Nope. Just one Hillary. Okay, I loved Hillary. Hillary was the best. I mean, if you really... She was so funny. She was really funny. And they showed the episode where both Will and uh, Carlton are blackmailing her. And so at the dinner, she has to... Every time Will says her name, Hillary, she has to bark like a dog. And every every time Carlton clears his throat, she has to slap Will on the back of the head. And so she's just barking and slapping Will. Like, it's so funny that show yeah. the physical comedy on that show and then and yes, the writing i remember that episode and then they did go through a lot of like the social it's weird because they had a lot of very special episodes like the one where carlton and will get pulled over and carlton's like oh this police officer is gonna help us now <laughs> and will's like yeah no he's not we're we're in trouble he's like just keep your hands on the wheel and then they go through that whole you know, they're arrested and Aunt Viv and Uncle Phil come and yell at the police and, you know, it all ends happily, but it's sort of like this social consciousness that was happening in the 90s where it was like, this is still happening. I know, it's so weird. Yeah. Um. So they went through some very special episode situations, but then they also, I was like, are they going to address what happened with aunt viv because there were rumors so what 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 i had heard was she wanted more money and they said no so she left okay and the other rumor was will didn't like her and got her kicked off so when they came they hadn't seen each other in 27 years whoa and will smith and janet she has three names everybody who's an actor has three names yeah janet Something, something, and I'll look up her name real quick. Will you Google her name for me? Oh, I'll do it. Oh, you got it? Okay, so they come together. They sit in an empty studio. By the way, she has not aged a day. She looks exactly the same. She looks amazing. Um, And they just see each other, and they, like, hug, and they sort of do this dance around, like, what happened. Okay. Because they had a real public, apparently, a public fight where they were just saying nasty things about each other yeah i sort of vaguely remember but also didn't care that much at the time so janet was saying you know i was pregnant i didn't have a great i had an abusive marriage everything was really hard and then it was hard at work because i was carrying all that at work and i just shut down and wow janet hubert witten okay is her full name so Janet was explaining, you know, I was going through this thing and Will's like, I was 21 and so I really didn't understand. And now that I've been through life and, you know, I've had a few kids, I understand so much more what you were going through. But I was 21-year-old, like, exactly star. star. And everything revolved around me. And so they sort of did this thing and then they both apologized to each other and there were tears and they were like, we're good. Oh. Yeah. 
It was really nice. Wow, but, that's so, really like. So they went farther than just like, "Hey, we're all here, yay!" Yeah. Wow. And okay. then she came onto the set and hugged all of them, except for now. There's controversy because Carlton was or uh, Alfonso Ribeiro wasn't there to hug her when she came to say hello to everyone. But she tweeted, she was like, listen, he was working on America's Funniest Home Video, so I was there, but he was working. So there's nothing, don't read anything into it. Okay. So the controversy is over with the Fresh Prince of Bel-Air after 27 years. You can finally rest. finally rest. I am going to sleep good for the first time in 27 years, knowing <laughs> that the Aunt Viv beef has been squashed. It is squashed. And so I hope that I wish I could see her more and more things because I loved her. So did she say she didn't she like gave up acting after that or no? Well, she said because Will Smith said she was difficult to work with. And oh, you're kidding. Her exact words were, you know what that did to me. I was blackballed in Hollywood, not blackballed. What were the words? She was like, I was outcast. I couldn't get work because you labeled me as difficult and also I'm dark skinned. And so it's already hard for me to get work. Whoa. Yeah. And he was like, I'm sorry. He was kind of, he felt bad. Wow. That's yeah. What can he even say or do at this point? That sucks. Yeah. Okay. Wow. So, but she, she's like, I'm at peace with it now. Okay. Well, so I'd like to see her in more things. Well, maybe you will, Maya. Maybe you will. I'd like to think so. I'm on your team, Janet. I like how you just keep saying Janet. <laughs> <laughs> Janet Hubert Witten. I'm on your team. I know. I feel like I know Janet now. Like, Janet and I bonded. <laughs> I watched her. You bonded with Janet watching this this special. Yeah. Very special episode. I, th- I, I Listen, I think my two favorite characters are Hillary and Aunt Viv, the OG Aunt Viv. Yeah. Yeah. Maya, that's good for you. I'm happy for you. <laughs> What's going on, Amy? Nothing. I'm just, you know, still low energy. You got a little bit of know. angst. Feeling a little crabby today. I don't know why. I don't oh, know why. I immediately woke up crabby and I was like. I have no idea. I have no good reason to be crabby today. <laughs> it's Sunday. I don't know. Nothing is expected of me. I haven't even started drinking coffee yet. Like we're going to be, it's going to be a good day, but like. I have no reason to be crabby. I don't know. I don't know, Maya. Do you ever just... You said you woke up crabby, too. Yeah. Why? And I don't know. I woke up crabby, and I was like, oh, I better get in a better mood, because I have to podcast, and Amy's not going to like enjoy this mood. <laughs> little did you know. Little did you know. <laughs> you should have known you are in a bad mood. It doesn't mood go well when both of us are this way, because sometimes the other one can bring the other one up. Can I tell you about the dream I had last night? You were in it. What was I doing? You had a Honda Pilot. <laughs> you you drove it over somebody's yard like a retaining wall what yes and then i immediately went to go test drive honda pilots oh my god i inspired (laughs) you to get a honda pilot you did wow well if that does happen today i don't have a honda pilot but (laughs) that could brighten up the day i think my my brain was like i don't know what kind of sport utility you have but you do have one but also i'm really like I'm loyal to Honda. So my brain just like put those things together and was like, yes. Oh, yeah, you are loyal to Honda, aren't you? I am. Have you only had Hondas now? No. Oh, no. No, You had your, that awesome car you had, Maya. What was that thing? Pathfinder. No, it was a uh, Zuzu Rodeo. (laughs) 
Maya, your rodeo was the best. The best thing about Maya's Suzu rodeo was the back was filled with parking tickets. <laughs> okay. Okay. At any point in time, you could get in the car with Maya and there'd be a parking ticket on the window. And Maya would grab that parking ticket like a boss, <laughs> get in her driver's seat and toss it behind her. And I'll never forget the day when I looked back and it was just filled with parking tickets. <laughs> Statute of limitation has run out. We already told everybody that we were like a little questionable for a few years. So don't don't get worried about it. I eventually paid all those tickets. Um <laughs> Yeah, that car was the best, except for it was rear-wheel drive, and in the wintertime, that is not cool. It did not no. have all-wheel drive, and it was a sport utility, but you could haul a bunch of shit. Also, the electrical system was faulty. Like, it had a lot of problems, but that it was... was the thing. It, it was, was, like, the car that was so cool. Yeah. It was, like, a car that kids like us at that time, we just thought it was the coolest, regardless of all its really bad problems. The stereo was banging. Yeah, that was a good car. It was. Um, no, so this is my second, this is my return to Honda. So my, it's my second Honda and I feel like I've come home Yeah. and I'm not going back. I'll never go back. Okay. Good for you, Maya. The only thing is I really worry about being able to find a manual transmission in the future. I feel like everything's going to automatic. I just want a manual transmission. You have a manual transmission? Yes. And you love that? Yes. Tell me why. Um, it's kind of like being a race car driver. Okay. And I like downshifting. I like upshifting. I like it. You feel really engaged with driving. It's hard to. Oh, that's really interesting. No, I get that because I know how to drive a stick as well. And I, I definitely, yeah, I, I can understand that. You're not just like an automatic pilot. It's a dying art too. Like, for example, if someone tried to steal my car now, they'd have a tough time if they don't know how to drive a manual transmission. Oh, yeah, they would. That's definitely true. It's not something I don't personally think you could just get in and figure it out. <laughs> no. <laughs> if you don't know how to do it, you're going to and in fact, not only are you not going to figure it out, you're going to get yourself in a big mess cuz you're going to get you're going to get to go a little bit, then you're going to get stuck, <laughs> then you're going to die, then you're not going to know what to do. Like it's going to be bad for you. You're going to end up on a at a stop sign on a hill. Oh. Good luck with that rolling backwards do you remember the first time you had to do that like the panic in your heart do i ever oh i remember exactly where i was the car behind you and you're like what the yeah yes and i turned it my dad taught me how to drive a stick in a parking lot and it did not go well (laughs) oh remember when you drove to my house with the parking brake on the entire time and you were so (laughs) pissed when you got to my house (laughs) you drove did you drive on the highway with the parking brake on probably and it was like smoking when you got to my house. Yeah, it smelled terrible. <laughs> <laughs> Burnt rubber is not a good smell. We have such a history with cars. I, I, I'm surprised we're still allowed to drive the both of us. But we're. Yeah. I'm a very conscientious driver right now. For the I most am part. now too. Yeah. 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 We're reformed, <laughs> you guys. We're reformed. We're good. Give we're, us a break. We're good. Evolution does happen. <laughs> but I will say, please. Car makers keep making manual transmissions. It gives me, it brings, it's at my everything right now. It brings me life. Well, they will, Maya. Don't worry. Okay. I'll, I believe you. Do you get like a discount for having a manual? 
I wonder. I can't remember if they're cheaper or more. They're either slightly cheaper or slightly more expensive. It's one or the other. I mean, listen, I'm telling you people, young people, especially for the end times, this is a skill you should learn. You don't, totally. You don't know what kind of car opportunity you're going to have to have in the end times. In the I just finished the last episode of The Handmaid's Tale. Yeah. You know, season four isn't out yet, but season three, yeah. oh boy. Yes. Dang. I know. It's, yeah, I was on the edge of my seat and it was, I was thinking about all the skills that could come in handy. <laughs> like, I don't know how to shoot. I should learn, probably. Oh, do you want to go trap shooting sometime? Sure. It's fun. Okay. Yeah. We, we, I will, we will take you. Is it you. the kind that hurts your arm though? Like, does it bang back on your shoulder like in the movie? Um, we can get you, we can rent one that doesn't do that. What if I want to do it? If you, if you want it to hurt your shoulder? <laughs> I just want to know how bad that is. Um, because it seems really bad. It seems like it hurts a lot. No, not at the time, but then the next day, like sometimes you get a sore shoulder depending on what kind okay. of. I do. Okay, well maybe we have to go there and I can learn. It's Tyler would love to teach you. It's Amy. I feel like once you hit one clay, you the satisfaction you'll feel, you'll never want to stop. Okay. All right. So I'm gonna get into shooting soon. Cool. <laughs> it's think about it. It's a great. It's a great activity for right now. You're walking through the woods. You're outdoors. It's nature. Okay. There's there's really not that many people around. Where can you do it? Um, Tyler goes a lot. He likes the for we started at the horse and hunt club. Oh. It's very it's nice. A club situation. <laughs> I don't get too excited about the word club. I mean. Okay. <laughs> but it's very woodsy there's lots of different places where you can go and it's it's an outdoor activity and yeah and tell you all about outdoor activities this could be really fun for me you can see producer tyler in his shooting blouse Ah! (laughs) shooting blouse he has a shooting blouse oh my god what is a shooting blouse it's like a vest for shooting so you put like your ammo in it (laughs) It has a little pat, like a little shoulder reinforcement. Oh my pad. god! A shooting bows. Yes. Yeah. Oh man. Okay, oh, does that... it have a game pouch in the back that you can put stuff in? Oh, so if you shoot a bird, you'd put the dead bird in the pouch in the back of the blouse. Oh, oh my god! <laughs> a dead bird in your blouse? Uh huh. Okay. That's the name of my new album. <laughs> Coming soon. <laughs> Dead bird in your blouse coming soon to all streaming platforms. <laughs> well, I have some approved denieds. Do you have more things for this low low energy podcast? No, I have no, I have nothing. Let's wrap this bitch up. All right, go, go, go. Okay. Listen, I'm just gonna do one item for you. Okay. Okay, good. Amy, we already talked about it's hot Santa season. Mm-hmm. Hot it's- sexual season. <laughs> this week, I wanted to talk about another season. It's a season that I think you enjoy. Last <laughs> year, we had a breakout winner for this category. It's holiday movie season. Oh, yep, yep. So last year, we talked about um, there was a movie with Charlotte from Sex in the City and Rob Lowe, and he was a bush pilot. 
Yep. Yep. <laughs> he was her bush pilot. Yep. <laughs> So I looked through, have you looked through any holiday movies? Has anything piqued your interest? Maya, I already started watching one. It's called Holidate. Okay. (laughs) I saw that one. How is Holidate? Well, Maya, let's put it this way. I didn't finish it. So I don't know how much of a ringing endorsement that is for it. But it does have Emma Roberts. I do like her. Um, But I'm just not so sure. It's fine. Okay. I would say it's fine. You know, like the you have to you have to suspend normal like yeah. expectations for these, as we know, yeah. right? Yeah. You have to kind of be in the right mood. Maybe that's what it is. You have to be in the right kind of mood to like deal with this or accept this. <laughs> and I probably wasn't. Like I probably should have been watching something a little bit more intense. Well, yesterday we were watching a movie that was kind of an art house film and I tried to turn it into a holiday movie. So it was, do you know who Jenny Slate is? No. She's, she was on Saturday Night Live for a minute until she accidentally said fuck on live TV. So, oh. and immediately got fired. But she's very funny and she's, a, she's a hilarious person in stand up. I think she does stand up. Anyway, she's very funny. But she continues okay. to make these movies that are so depressing. So the movie we watched yesterday was she's a painter who's lost her mojo. She goes to Norway to paint with this crotchety old man. Okay. High, like way north Norway in the countryside. And like they live next door to a Viking, fake Viking village. Okay. And they're painting this barn. So it's very rural and very like beautiful and fjords. And she goes there and I said, you know, if this was a, so her love interest is like a mopey depressed baker from Brooklyn. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) and who has a dead father and i was like you know if this was a holiday movie on lifetime this this would not this would not be the love interest you know what it would be it would be a hunky norwegian like magical sort of viking man and he would be a handyman and he would come fix things on the barn and then they would run in they would run into each other and get into a fight yes and then fall in love and then there would be at some point there would be a scene maya yeah where she was like in a store arguing with somebody, <laughs> a local, right? Yeah, and then and then they say something like, "Well, you have to ask John because this is before she knows his name." Yeah, you have to ask John because or that's Bjorn. The, the, it, it, yeah, he's Norwegian. You have to check with Bjorn on this. Let me get Bjorn, and she'll be like, "Okay, fine. Who is this Bjorn? <laughs> Let me at him." And then she turns around, and it's him. Like, you know, Maya, you know, that's part of it. Yes. Yeah, so there's always that moment in all of these movies where they've had an interaction already. Yeah. And then it's like the first time they see like the real side of each other. Yep. This was oh, not man. that movie. This movie was depressing and sad and not delightful. So anyway, and everybody sort of just ended up okay at the end. So I would like them to change. I would like them to make some more holiday movies that we just described. But I'm going to give you a recommendation. Okay. I looked through holiday movies. I'm interested. I haven't seen this, but I'm interested in it. It's called Dance Dreams: Colon Hot Chocolate Nutcracker. Yes. <laughs> it's Debbie Allen. I can't wait to see this. Yes. It comes out on November 27th. So for people who don't know who Debbie Allen is, if you remember the show Fame, she was oh. the 
hard driving dance instructor. She's an icon. She really in the is. dance world. She's huge. Yeah, she's a dance dance icon. She de- defined dance for like an entire generation. She really did. And she's also the sister of Felicia. Does she? Oh, she yeah. doesn't go by a Rashad anymore because she's not married to Ahmad Rashad. Is she sorry, first? but cutest couple ever. Well, they're divorced now. Like I know, but they for- were really. <laughs> so and she played uh, Claire Huxtable on the Cosby mm-hmm. Show. So yeah. very talented family, but yes, I'm looking forward to seeing. This is like a documentary style, following Debbie, Debbie Allen getting her dance company ready to do their hot oh, chocolate yeah. Nutcracker. I cannot wait for this. This has everything I love. Okay, Debbie Allen. Yes. I love Debbie Allen. Yes. I've always loved her. Yes, I follow her on Instagram. I've done some of her dance things she's done during the pandemic. Really? Yeah, she does like dance class. You can take her dance classes for free on Insta, just if you want. So Debbie Allen, dance, uh-huh. reality competition-ish kind of thing. Yep. Behind the scenes. Yeah. Love it. And Christmas. And Christmas. It's, so excited. It's got all the things. Oh, Maya, thank you for bringing that up. I can't wait to watch that. Yeah, this is totally approved. I think this is my holiday movie of the season. It's way this better is- than Rob Lowe. And also better than Holiday. <laughs> Although Holiday is good if you're in the mood for just some like cheesy popcorn and just like cute Emma Roberts, I guess. Kristen Chenoweth is in it also. I love her. And she's, I love her too. She's like the wacky aunt, of course. She's like the slutty aunt, actually, and it's kind of funny. (laughs) (laughs) She has a different, that's where the term Holiday comes from, is that Kristen Chenoweth, so Emma Roberts gets very sick of everybody asking her why she's still single, yeah. you know, all the same, same stuff that happens to young people. Yes. And Kristen Chenoweth has always got a different date at every holiday. Okay. And she's like, oh, honey, you just have to get yourself a holiday. And she's like, what? What's a holiday? She's like, it's just a guy that you bring to the holidays, and then you just, like, don't have to answer questions. <laughs> So then she does do that. But I think, I mean, I could be crazy here, but I think they might really catch real feelings. I don't know. Oh, God. I am not watching this. But if you finish it, (laughs) let me know how it ends. I will. I will. Well, I think it's, what did we learn this week? We learned that if two podcast hosts are both, there are many ways there's many ways to crack a nut however (laughs) if two podcast hosts are both low energy yeah if two podcast hosts are high energy you get a great exciting moment Uh if one or the other is you get a good pod solid (laughs) solid (laughs) podcast if both are low energy it's a struggle bus but i think this just speaks to maya's earlier point and many other months ago saying number one not everything has to be good and number two, you just got to show up sometimes. Yeah, for sure. I'll show up every week. We showed up. We did it. And you know what? Now we can go back to our crabby old selves <laughs> and do whatever it is that we're going to do the rest of the day. Which is probably nothing. Which is probably nothing. And you know what? In this climate, it's fine. That's acceptable, which I'm, I'm actually, I'm cool with that. All right. No judgment. No judgment, 2020. All right. I guess next time we talk, we'll be on the other side of Turkey Day. Yes. And uh, we can uh, regroup on what 
meal you and producer Tyler ended up on. All right. High five. Everybody have a happy holidays and stay with people in your immediate household. I like it. <laughs> okay. Bye. Bye.